You're listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. Today we're going to start a brand new series and we're talking about salvation. Today's teaching is titled, What Have You Believed? Now, I'm just going to get right into it. In the ranking of importance, salvation is number one. It's actually number one, but so many people don't understand this. Like, they don't even know the details. If you go to the average person and ask them, what is salvation? You're going to hear so many different things. It means we're born again. It means to be God speaking. It means to be this and that and that, but they don't understand what they're saying. Okay, what does it mean to be born again? And this is one issue we have when you go to, we go to preach. There are some terms that you should realize should not be used <laughs> because... It will make sense to a person. Even Nicodemus stumbled. Nicodemus was a teacher of the Lord. Jesus told him, said, are you, are you are a teacher of the Lord? You don't know these things. So he told him, you must be born again. For a man to, you know, see the kingdom of God, you must be born again. And the guy was like, ah, how will I enter my mother's womb? In fact, she may be dead. So, what is that? It means you have to be able to explain it. Many people don't know how to explain the gospel. I want to go to explain it right here. We're just going to talk about it. Now, so, for people, or many people, the idea of philosophy of the gospel is, it is what I used to get saved. So, someone preaches it to me and tells me, uh, Christ has died for your sins, he has forgiven your sins, or whatever, whatever, come to him and he will do this and do that and do that and do that. And they believe, and they are born again. And that's the end of the gospel. Now, they have to focus on what's the truly important, which is my breakthrough, my car, my house, my relationship, my wife, my husband. That's what they now turn to. That's what the prayer point becomes about. Even when it comes to like the things they may do for God, they may pray for the sick, they may clean chairs in church, they may do all those things. Those things usually for many people are just to strong arm God into doing what they want Him to do. It's to twist God's hand to do what they want to do. So Lord, I'm cleaning this chair. Or I'm serving you. I'm serving you, Lord. You have to look upon me. Look upon me with favor, Lord. I'm serving you. Look at how I'm cleaning this story, Lord. Look at how see how I'm humiliating myself. See how I'm, I'm, I'm debasing myself, Lord. Hey, God, this toilet, oh, I'm cleaning this chair. Oh, Lord Jesus, look upon your son and daughter and bless me. Bless me. Bless me. But then that's just wrong. The gospel had no selfish motive. If you look at the gospel, what Christ did for us, there was no selfishness in there and so it's very very funny to think that you come into christianity and that is what you're after what you can get you will never get the best out of your christian life if you're always after what you can get and it's such people that are always gullible because when the right kind of pastors meet you oh my goodness your account will run dry that's the truth i say the right because right for that kind of nonsense yes so you have to make sure that you are somebody who is passionate about what God is passionate about. You have to make sure that you are someone that knows what the Bible says about the gospel. You see that? So that you are not just there. You know, that's what we call dead Christians. Dead Christians. Those Christians are those, like those 10 lepers that Jesus healed. They were from a distance. They said, Lord, they cried out from a distance. I said, Lord, heal us from a distance. 
So they don't want to get close to God. They just want to be at a distance and say, God, give me, give me, give me. My name is Jimmy. Ah, come on, someone should add a bit to that. Glory to God. <laughs> you get that? So these things are not true. They're not true. The gospel is not something that you just toss aside once you get born again. The gospel is the reason you get born again. Once you get born again, you are saved into the gospel. You are saved into understanding that gospel for your lifetime. Your lifetime is not even enough to get anywhere close understanding it. But it's for you to make progress in your understanding. That's the truth. And I've seen this over and over and over and over again. Getting saved, you're not moving from what is most important. Rather, you are moving into what is most important. The gospel is the introduction of what is important. Then you are going to go into what is important. Salvation. It is the theme of the entire Bible. How would you have been saved if you, no one preached to you? Someone preached to you and that's why you were saved. So we cannot just dismiss it as one topic, as one thing that, okay, some people do, some people don't do, or I don't have to learn it. How will it help my business? How will it help my, my, my career? <laughs> In fact, today some people say, help my ministry. How will it help my ministry? Very, very funny bunch of people. <laughs> Look at that. The church was not designed for breakthrough. The church was not designed to be a place where you are going to collect all the favors in the world. It was not designed for that. Those things are just results of faith. And as much as faith is important in the Christ's work, you have to realize that the most important thing is, is, <laughs> is the gospel itself, the salvation message itself. Don't be deceived. And that's what basically message. Okay, I think I have passed across. Okay, guys, bye. <laughs> uh, you wish, you wish, you wish, you wish. <laughs> The scriptures talk about Christ. Every single book is about Christ. Genesis is about Christ. We're going to be going through all these things in detail. So there's no need to rush it today. This is just an introduction. Glory to God. Yes, it's not something that they added. Salvation is not what they added. They just after they finished writing the book, the Bible, whoever wrote it, after they finished adding all six books, they now say, hmm, we need something to spice this up. Hmm. What was that thing you were saying about Jesus dying for our sins? Okay, the gospel will be, oh, wow, okay. Hey, come, let's add it inside. They put it in the middle somewhere so that you know, it's just spicy, it just makes sense. That is not what the gospel is. For some people, they think the gospel is turning over a new leaf. You know what? I will change. I will change. I will be a better person. But no, that is not the gospel. And we'll be exploring all these things in the coming days and even hopefully weeks or whatever. So, let's get into it some more. Right, John 5 39 says, You search the scriptures for in them, you think you have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me, but you will not come to me to have it. So, Jesus is telling them that those same scriptures that are searching, he says, For you think in them you have eternal life, that's by your reading, by your religious observation, you have eternal life. He says, They testify of me, they speak of me, they speak of Christ, they speak of salvation. That Bible there in your hand talks about one thing in common, is it in common or majorly, and that is what things concerning christ but on that topic that is let's move on right it is the topic that all generations can never exhaust now we are anchored on that message it's something that we cannot move from you just can't move from it i'm not saying you not preach other things but that message should be a major in every church first Corinthians 15 verse 1 moreover brethren i declare unto you the gospel which i preach to you which also you have received and wherein you stand Notice it says you are standing in it. You've received it and now you stand in it. It is something continuous. Something you keep on staying on. Yes. Where you what you stand. It's what Christ wants to come back to find us doing because it's what he committed to us to do. 
So, what did Jesus tell us before he left? He says, and this says, and said to them, as Mark 16, verse 15, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature there is talking about every human being. Goats and dogs don't need the gospel. They don't need their sins forgiven. No. He who believes and is baptized shall be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. Now, I've said this before, that the word baptized is the word baptizo in the Greek. Baptizo doesn't mean to be baptized in water. It just means to be immersed into something. So, you have what we call water baptism. So that means to be immersed into water. But this one, he who believes and is baptized, right? Uh-huh. I remember that John said that the one uh, that the Spirit of God came on with, the one that was baptized with the Holy Ghost, remember? Good. So when it says he who believes and is baptized, that means he will be baptized with the Holy Ghost. He will be immersed into the Holy Ghost. Or the Holy Ghost will come into him. And that's what it means that he will be saved. But he does not, that does not believe in it. He's condemned. And this is another thing, guys. You have to realize, because for many Christians, they think, oh, God's love. He won't send all these people to hell. Who told you? In his love, he made provision in Christ. Just It was just like the flood of Noah, where there was a whole generation that was laying, being laid to waste, but there was at a boat. There was a boat in the midst of it all, and they would not enter. So, mm, they were destroyed. That's how the love of God is. God loves you, but he will put a way of escape for the coming punishment. Because all have sinned and God is just and it must be judged. Are you seeing that? <laughs> it must happen. Mm-hmm. So, he wants us to be doing this when he comes back because that is what he told us to do before he left. And he said to the Mark 16 verse 15, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he now says, but he who does not believe shall be condemned. So, okay, back to what I was saying. You have to realize that it's, it's real. Hell is real, guys. Hell is a real place that unbelievers go to. Those who do not believe the gospel, when they reject the message of the gospel in the name of their secularism, atheism, all isms, or whatever, they will go to hell. There's no two way. I don't care how nice a person was on earth. And that's another thing about the gospel. The gospel is not about how you how nice you are. The gospel actually says that you are wretched, that you are nothing, that your your greatest performance is nothing compared. You know, to a tampon. Your righteousness is like filthy rags. That word filthy rags is actually the word tampon, like a dirty tampon or sanitary pad with blood on it. That kind of things, you know, that that's kind of magnitude. That's what they're trying to say there. Alright? It is the primary purpose and mandate of every believer. The gospel is the reason you are alive. It is actually the reason you are alive. There's no other reason. My friends put it like this that if it is not the reason, then Jesus, once you got saved, they would have killed you and sent you to heaven. But no, you are still here for a reason. And that reason, that assignment is the gospel. Because there are many who have not heard it around you. God wants us to preach the gospel to everybody, 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 everybody. And have them come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. It's why we live. Nothing more. Every other thing builds in comparison. Now, let me say this. That every ambition in this world will die out eventually. Every ambition is bound to the natural every ambition is bound to here and now and will eventually fade away you want to be a billionaire i want to be a billionaire billionaire after i became billionaire okay then what happened what happened because the truth about is that the only thing about that money that will go into eternity is what you give away from it so you imagine a billionaire right on in this earth and you are like okay how can i secure treasure in heaven it is first by giving away so you have one billion, a billion dollars like that, I like can never finish. <laughs> and then you, you enter heaven and you realize you had nothing. No. And that's the truth. Many people will realize when they get to heaven that they have nothing. They actually have zero, 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 nada. 
they have nothing. And that's the truth, they have nothing. Because they did not make the right investments on the earth here. As you are on the earth here, you have the opportunity to invest. To invest, that's it. You have the opportunity to invest here and now. To invest in the eternity that is coming. Because that's what he said we should do. He wants to find you doing it. Are you going to be doing it when he comes back? Eh? Rather than all this, oh, rapture is gone, rapture is over. Eh-eh. There's an assignment he sent us to do. Are you going to be found doing it? The gospel, the great commission. Matthew 28, verse 18, All power in heaven is given unto me. Verse 19, Go into all the world and preach the gospel and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of his Father, Son, Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all I have commanded you and I'll be with you to the end of the age. Have you been doing the gospel? But before you've been doing the gospel, do you know the gospel? Do you know the message? What is it about? <laughs> right? We're going to get to that now. So, it's the only achievement that we take that we will take with us out of this world. The only achievement. The only thing that is worth it. The gospel and the things related to the gospel. Proverbs, Proverbs 11 verse 30. The fruit of the righteous is like is a tree of life and he that wins souls is wise. Verse Okay, Revelation 14, verse 13. And I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Right, blessed are the dead which die in Christ from henceforth. Yea, yea, said the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors and their works do follow them. Are you seeing that? So their works, what? Do follow them. Every believer has what? Works. Works. There are things that are supposed to be saved unto the good works. There are things that are supposed to follow you. That's things you have done for God that should follow you into eternity. Very important. But do you know about it? Do you know how to go about it? These things are very important. You see, they rest from, rest from their labors and their works to follow them. Verse 3. Oh, yeah. Daniel 12, verse 3. And they that win shall, that shall be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that will turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. I seen that. So it tells us there will be status in it in eternity for those who are obedient to the gospel there will be a status in eternity for them are you seeing that yes so you must understand the gospel you must become the expert you must defend it look at first peter chapter 3 verse 15 but sanctify the lord in your heart and always be ready to give a defense for, for to everyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you so he says that you must be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you of a reason for the hope that is in you. Can you defend the gospel? Can you tell us why you're a Christian? Can you tell us this is this is what the gospel is about? Can you tell us all those things? Yes. Can you tell us all those things? You should be the expert. You should be ready to give every man a reason. That's what the Bible here tells us. Are you ready to give every man an answer? If you're not, then you need to work on yourself because this is what God expects of you. Right? to study 2 Timothy 3 uh, I think in 1 Timothy 3 verse 15 it says study to show us have approved a workman unto God right not ashamed rightly dividing the word of truth right so you should be found studying you should be found poured out into this thing to grow in it not a one time thing not Easter and 25th December where all you remember is the rice and chicken that you ate you don't remember the gospel no that's an error. God wants to be a blessing to people around you. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, he wants to be a blessing. You should know the details and the facts. Look at First Timothy. Oh, sorry, look at um, uh, that should be Ephesians. No, no, no. First Corinthians chapter 15. Right? 
think of verse 2 3. It says, For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I received, that Christ died for our sins. Number one, I seen that. He died for our sins. Very valid point. And that he was buried. Very valid. And that he was raised again on the third day. See that? So he was raised on the third day. The third day, he was raised. You must understand even what that resurrection meant. I won't cover that here. I've covered that in the past, but I'll still cover it again in a future episode. Right? Aha. Uh-huh. And he rose again from the third day from the scriptures. You must be convinced about these things. You must be convinced. So that when you go out there, you won't just fall like a two fall apart like a two dollar suitcase when some questions start being asked you. <laughs> Look at first Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. And without controversies, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, and seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed in glory, re- believed in the world, received up in glory. Are you seeing that? Yes. So that just gives you details. That details you must know. I will be exploring a lot of these details in the coming days. So definitely, that's for some for something for you to think about. What have you believed? Have you really believed the gospel or something else? Glory to Jesus. Okay. Today that's the end of the episode. Um, God bless you. Our healing surge program ended last night, and oh my God, it was amazing. The testimonies just kept on rolling in. The three days were just so powerful. Thank you for showing up. Those of you that came and showed up, I gave towards it and other things. I prayed for it. God bless you. I believe that you are going to be made prosperous. It was awesome. The testimonies are so many. Some of them are on our social media um, at We Are Yen, W E A R E Y E N, that's Instagram and other platforms. You can go to YouTube to stream, you know, to watch the live stream. Just type Young Ecclesia Nation in your YouTube and you should see the latest three videos. I can watch everything that happened in, during the meeting. It was awesome. Glory to Jesus. It was so, so, so awesome. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. <laughs> All right. Let's not forget that every single morning we are praying on Mixlr, MIXLR on the Play and App Store. And it's just a time of refreshing to come stay with God grow spiritually praying for 30 minutes in the morning and it promises to be the experience of a lifetime come pray there's lots of people praying there and you're just gonna have fun in the holy ghost glory to jesus all right i believe this has blessed you it definitely has blessed you don't lie all right make sure you share this with somebody let them be blessed and remember the gospel also it's the most important message in the entire world and you should know what you have believed. Glory to Jesus. All right, have a wonderful day, guys. See you tomorrow. Bye-bye. If this blessed you, or you want to say hi, or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.essien. P-S-T dot E-S-S-I-E-N. See you there.